0: Hi, I'm John Marn, I'm here today with Mike Cappuccio, owner of NETR Inc., a heating and cooling company in Massachusetts. Today our topic is coronavirus and your indoor air quality. Welcome Mike.
1: Hi John, how are you today? Good thanks.
0: So Mike, what should people be concerned about in terms of indoor air quality in in their homes?
1: John, there's a lot going on today. As we know, we're living in different times and a different world than we were two and three months ago and you know air quality is becoming a big big thing now with with homes and buildings of what's happening with the virus and everything that's going on but it's always been something that should be important you know air, air quality is a very very important thing in your home and you know, when, when we look at how we do this, you know, you've got to really be concerned right now, or are your filters clean in your home? What types of filters do you have in your home? Do you have any UV lighting in the existing system that might kill parts of bacteria? And, you know, are the evaporator coils clean inside of the air handlers? Are the drain lines clean? Are the ducts clean? Because that's where all of the dirt and the bacteria and the dust and everything lives you know of how everything gets into the system so you've also got to be looking to it like is there fresh air coming into your home you know do you leave your windows open or do you have an erv or an hrv that can bring fresh air into your home And you've also got to make sure that that's been serviced properly if you do have one of those and you know has that filtration been cleaned or does that need to be replaced at this point in time
0: right and indoor air quality you know it's maybe something that we take a little bit you know for granted but uh you know everybody always says oh get outside and get some fresh air you know so what is it yeah. about the, the, the what is it about the air in our homes that is an issue it's that we have all of those dust and, and dirt and things like that are all in the mold maybe are all building up inside our yeah. air handling system in our house yep and then now the air as it's moving through those ducts it's going right over that mold and that dirt and that dust and then and then it's pushing it out into the air and we're breathing that in that can cause all kinds of problems with allergies Sometimes and it. getting sick and things like that right
1: asthma back you know bronchitis things mm. like that everything that you can get with that but you know you do say you made a good point John you know let's step outside and get some fresh air well in reality you should be able to step into your home and have fresh air mm-hmm. You know, and how do we get fresh air into a home, I mean, or a building, a commercial building? I mean, you know, especially in a home, an HRV system or an ERV system that brings fresh air in and exhausts the stale air. I mean that's pretty much what you would want in your home to have nice fresh air in your home. And you can get those systems that they they mix in with existing ductwork and they can supply fresh air into the return space right now and push it through there. But if you're trying to push fresh air into the return side and then push it out through the supply side – You've got to make sure that the filtration is clean in the actual unit. You know, it's, what is the new fresh air going across? Is it going across a dirty coil? Is it going across a fresh new filter? And then how is it being distributed into, into the home from there? Is it going across a UV light? Is it burning up any of the bacteria? There's also electronic air cleaners, too, that you can put in the return side to kill anything that goes through that in the air that's coming into the air handler will get burned off and the electronic cells just kind of cook them as well they do but you know in a commercial building too you know a lot of people look at how indoor air quality is affected in a a building and you know we have so many commercial buildings today that they just a lot of these buildings the windows don't open Mm -hmm. and they have to rely on a fresh air system one of the biggest things we're telling customers right now is with the coronavirus and everything that's going on is make sure that your economizers are working on rooftop units make sure that your fresh air vents are not blocked Run your fan 100% of the time, or at least every 30 minutes. You want to cycle the fan off, and bring fresh air into the space and exhaust stale air out of the space. The other thing too is you know you've got to look at the filtration. I know a lot of customers like only like changing their filters two times a year. I mean now this might be a you know three, four, five time a year filter change. I mean and you know using a MERV 13 filter because we rate filtration by MERV, and you know a 13 filter doesn't filter out more than a MERV 19 or 18 filter. And, you know, we have customers now asking, you know, we want MERV 18s, we don't want MERV 13s, or, you know, we want three-inch filters and four-inch filter thickness. We don't want the standard two-inch or one-inch. A cheap fiberglass filter for a home, you might want to be looking more to a pleated filter in your home. You know, the better the filtration, the more healthy it is. And, you know, changing filters It might even be in a home, you might want to change your filters every two months now.
0: Yeah, so that's a, a lot of great information about how, you know, your indoor air quality is affected by all of the aspects of your heating and air conditioning system. Yeah. But, you know, are there particular types of heating and air conditioning systems that are maybe better or worse uh, for air, indoor air quality?
1: Well, I'd probably say the worst type is something with just one big central return in a, in a building that maybe uses a drop ceiling and the above the drop ceiling as a plenum at that point, and it's just grabbing all the dirty air above the ceiling and then going into the filtration system of a rooftop unit where there's not actual ductwork down into the spaces. A lot of times above a drop ceiling, you look and there's no ductwork. It's only the ductwork that's pushing the air in. In the return air ductwork, they use the hole above the, the drop ceiling as a big plenum. And it's very dirty up there. And sometimes you need to get that ducted down in the space. In a home, a system that just maybe has one return air in the hallway and it doesn't have separate return airs in each bedroom. Because if you're pulling air from each bedroom and bringing it through the return duct system and you can filter each bedroom, the better the filtration, you know, the fresher the air is that's going to be in there and And not having something with fresh air is not as good as other systems. It's definitely a disadvantage to what you're doing. Dirty coils, dirty evaporator coils. I mean sometimes, John, we go into homes and I've seen evaporator coils that haven't been cleaned for 10, 15 years. And there's all kinds of bacteria on them, mold on them. you got to remember all that air that you're pushing – that you're bringing back through your house, it's all being pushed over all this mold and bacteria and everything. Some of the the ductless mini splits are really good because you have your own coil and you basically your own air handler with your own fan system and your own refrigeration coil inside of that unit in the space. So you're actually filtering that air in that space through that coil through that unit. Again, we wanna make sure that that's extremely clean when that air is coming across that coil, so again, that that's something you know you'd probably want to clean those filters every couple of weeks. The manufacturer recommends every two weeks because a filter can only filter so much dirt. Mm-hmm. And once the dirt gets through the filter, the dirt and dust gets onto the evaporator coil, and an evaporator coil is moist and wet in the summertime. And that's the water that you see. When you look out your your home and you see water dripping out of your air conditioning tube, or example, you know, you put your car in the driveway in the summertime and you see water running out from underneath it. Mm. Well, that water is running out from the evaporator coil. That's the moisture that's in the space that you're removing from inside of your automobile or inside of your home. That's the humidity. And that humidity is on the coil. So the coil is always damp. You know, evaporator coils in an air conditioning system live in a dark wet environment Mm. and with dark wet environments come mold and and dust and dirt and in that dust and dirt gets through that filter it gets onto the evaporator coil and that's where it lives and then when it gets through the evaporator coil after that and it gets pushed through then it's getting pushed into the ducts at that point so that's why we're telling people you gotta get you know keep your ducts clean keep your evaporator coils clean if you if you do regular maintenance and you clean these things once a year or twice a year you don't have to worry about that but you know air quality and air filtration in a home is probably one of the things right now that gets neglected the most. I mean, I've been in homes and people are, you know, people are all worrying now about masks and breathing things in and stuff like that. And I look and we go into a home and we take out an air filter out of the furnace or out of the air conditioning system. And the filter hasn't been changed for three or four years. Mm -hmm. And well, like you know you're worried about what you're breathing outside you should be worrying about what you're breathing inside right. your home when you're looking at some of these filters but you know that's why we highly recommend you've got to keep the filtration clean look at your fresh air system do you have uv lighting in the ductwork you know do you want to look at a fresh air system do you have a fresh air system you know electronic filtration maybe a merv 13 filter versus a merv 11 filter so these are some of the things that you know are good and bad with different systems
0: Okay, you made a good point earlier about the best system might be one that has these return air intake ducts in the you know ceiling or in the wall in yeah. every single room, so yeah. that every room is getting their air you know recirculated and you're yes. pulling that bad air out and putting f- nice fresh air back in. Yeah. In the case where you have a home where maybe you only have one of those intakes, you know, in the hallway up on the second floor, yeah. maybe one in the hallway on the first floor. What do you recommend for people? Should Should they be leaving their bedroom doors open during the day in order to try to get as much air circulated as possible?
1: Absolutely. Leave the bedroom doors open. And if you're going to close the bedroom doors, John, at nighttime, make sure there's at least a half inch gap on the bottom of the doors because you're just... Pushing air into a box and the doors are closed, if that air has nowhere to go, you're pressurizing that room with dirt and dust and, you know, you really can't see it, but it is flying around in there. If you have a door closed and you have a return vent in the room then you're pulling that air back out of the room and you're filtering it through a filter at that point. You know you can add return vents to certain bedrooms. You can do that. I highly recommend at bare minimum, if you have a big central return in your hallway is putting a return vent into your master bedroom or all of your bedrooms at that point. You're very small. They can be six inches by six inches with a little six inch by six inch filter in it and just enough to pull that air. You know When you're pulling from every spot versus one spot, you're now pulling all that air from all around the house, not just one area. Okay. You know, you're moving it from different areas. And you're going to see it's going to quiet your air conditioning system down, too, because a lot of those units that have a big central return up in a hallway of a second floor, they're usually loud because you can hear the fan running right above it. When you start to add more return air to get it back into the unit up in the attic or in the basement, wherever that is, you got to see things quiet down a little bit too, because you're giving it more air to sl- you know, go over the fan. So you're slowing it down. You're giving it a little more air to come back.
0: You have a lot of experience with Mitsubishi ductless heating and cooling systems. Talk a little bit more about those in terms of how they handle the air quality in, in a house and individual rooms where those units are.
1: The actual ductless units, like I said, you're putting one in each room most of the time, or you might have one in a central room at some point, but you're putting it into different spots for what you're doing, you know, and each individual unit has its own filtration in it. You know what I mean? So you're basically, you have in there a few different things. You have a platinum filter. It's ceramic and platinum, And it's incorporated into the filter, and it provides an antibacterial, and it has deodorizing characteristics too as well to improve that air quality. Hmm. And there's also a couple of other filters that go into the nanoplatinum filter. There's a deodorizing filter, and that filter should be changed once a year. These are little filters that plug into the big nanoplatinum filter, okay? Okay. And then the third one that goes in there is is on some of our high-efficiency units. Some of these have them. Some of them don't. But there's an electrostatic anti-allergen enzyme filter that comes available on the FH Series 2, which is a little bit more high-quality. So you're actually bringing – you're filtering this air three times through one unit going right through it and that's in its own room so if you have one unit in a wall unit or floor floor unit or whatever ceiling recess whatever type of indoor unit you're using in that space you're really filtering that air real clean in that space at that point you're not trying to pull it from the corners and trying to get it out into the hallway and get it up into the return at that point and and you also have better temperature control in that room too reduces the germs the bacteria the viruses It helps trap the dust, the pollens, the mites, and other particles. So, you know, the enzyme filters really help to break down the sulfur, the atom bonds, the allergen products. It transforms them into non-allergen proteins is what it does.
0: What should I be thinking about in terms of maintenance, you know, for a system that I have already? How often should I be changing filters? And, you know, when should I be hiring somebody to come in and do a cleaning, that kind of thing?
1: Bare minimum right now, John, is spring and fall, and I'm hoping everyone will do spring and fall. I'd like to see four, four times a year with what's going on now every three months is, you know, maybe two times for major cleanings and then just two for filter changes. But, you know, with with everything that's going on now, you've got to make sure that the air in your home is clean. You know, we're recommending to people UV lights, adding them into the ductwork. You know, UV lights aren't 100% with the viruses that are going on, but they're 99.9%. You know, that you can use. We also have UV lights that can just plug into the wall, too. We have separate ones that can plug into each room, too, as well, that plug right into an outlet that you don't have to plug into your HVAC system. So a lot of people are looking at those. But, you know, minimum on the HVAC is two times. And you got to do a good coil cleaning on your evaporator inside, not so much the outside unit. The outside unit you can wash down with a hose. It's that inside unit that you've really got to get clean right now on the ductless or the ducted systems all need to be cleaned like that.
0: All right. Well, that's really great information, Mike. Thanks again for talking to me today.
1: John, thanks. Have a great afternoon. Take care. You
0: too. And for more information, you can visit the NETR website at netrinc.com or call 781-933-NETR. That's 781-933-6387.